and a girl with a shaved head and an outfit that looks like it's made of bloody bandages. So weird. But I guess money can buy you just about anything. Most kids are a little more toned down, though a lot of them sport little sparkly diamond dust tattoos on their cheeks and necks. In Houston, we had temp knockoffs, and they made our skin itch like crazy. My blood starts to boil as I think of how much money went into my classmates' school outfits and how much of it could have been put to better use. Be your best self, Mar. Using my comm band, I pull up the map of the school and my schedule. My homeroom's on the second floor, so I make for the steps, and almost immediately stumble. The girl who made me trip flips her shiny sheet of brown hair over her shoulder as she bounces past. Her arms are at her sides, but the middle finger of her right hand is extended, pointed at the ground, yet clearly meant for me. Oh, this is crap. I'm not going to be bullied. Excuse me, I say. She stops, looks over her shoulder. Are you talking to me? I walk forward with my hand outstretched, offering to shake hers. Yeah, I'm Marguerite Singer. I'm new here. And you are... She snorts as she looks down at my hand. Oh, sorry. I have a feeling I know where those hands have been, and I'm determined to stay disease-free. My hand drops to my side. Is this really how you treat new students? It's not very nice. She gives me a bemused look. Of course it's not how we treat new students. It's how we treat destructive haters like you. That last bit was kind of obvious, Bianca, drawls a boy who is leaning against the wall, narrow hips cocked. Whoa. Even in this sparkly, stylish crowd, he stands out. His lips shine with gloss, and his pale skin is perfect. Not a zit in sight. I think he might be wearing blush. His blonde hair swoops up from his forehead like a cresting wave and glitters under the light, like it's flecked with metal. His clothes are a riot of color and prints that somehow go together perfectly. And he's wearing a jacket with tails, like he's from the 1700s or something. He looks totally out of place and time, yet completely at ease. He also looks vaguely familiar, but maybe that's because he reminds me of an anime character. All exaggerated lines and sharp eyes, which are focused on me. Obvious to all of us, maybe, Bianca says, turning to the boy. But we all know she's a bit slow without her scripted talking points, Percy. I wanted to help her along. Oh, here we go. There has been a rumor for months that Uncle Wynn's campaign wrote out scripts for my vids, and all I did was read them off a screen. Just a pretty mouthpiece, I mutter. Percy tilts his head to the side as he watches me as if I'm an animal in a zoo. I shoot him a glare. Interesting or not, he is definitely not on my side. Bianca's eyes are unfocused now, and her fingertip is sliding over her serapin nodule. Oh, here it is. Have you seen this one? She taps the nodule. It's a compilation of all the times she got nailed by protesters. Paint? Fruit? Oh, there's pee. Her laugh is like breaking glass. I'm even in one of them. It's from the rally over in Arlington last summer. Percy continues watching me.
Must be nice, having instant access to the entire mainstream in your head, I say to Bianca, since she's the most obnoxious. There are so many important, useful things you could do with that privilege instead of trying to tear other people down. Bianca rolls her eyes. The swirling diamond dust tattoo that resides along her collarbone winks at me in the light of the atrium. Maybe I think it's important and useful to put conceited, greedy social climbers like you on notice. I'm capping every move you make, so there's going to be a record. You're not the only one who can stream a vid. And unlike me, she can do it with a blink of her eye. The lenses connected to her serapin will do the rest. She can even boost the vid capture to the mainstream so her followers can watch us live. My dad went on and on about the possible uses, including letting other humans remain.